0: Her Business Radio, powered by Everlast. Jade Indeed Mitchell. we are, mate, the good associ- people of Everlast. In association with ozboxing.com Jade Mitchell, world-rated super middleweight. Welcome, Sunday morning. Nice to see you at 8 o'clock.
1: It's lovely to see you too, Sammy. It's a little little bit early on a Sunday to uh, to be here from the bloody peninsula, but well, we're
0: here. Thank you very much, Ben Damon, world-rated Boxing host.
2: Yes, yeah, yep. No, very excited to be here. Uh, thank you for having me. We had a good night at the fights last night, hence me being in Melbourne um, with the Maloney Twins. Extremely impressive. And um, we will also talk about the fact that um, Jade Mitchell has no balls. Yeah. As little. we heard exclusively uh, from Sydney last night, which Fresh. is very exciting. Yeah, the, the,
1: the, the, yep, it's, it's out. I have <laughs> no out. balls. He's, uh, oh, he's no balls, left. Mitchell, they call me. <laughs>
0: He's been left left speechless, Ben. But before we go through, let's introduce world-rated Mickey Caparelli Beetlejuice Films, fresh from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We'll we'll talk
2: about that later on, but that must have been a very exciting experience for Mickey, who's been over there with Deontay Wilder covering his camp and uh, doing a fantastic (laughs) job and putting together some um, really good online content that you'll be able to find on sure, via something, but we'll talk to Mickey about all that.
0: Welcome, Mickey. Are you the boxing voice correspondent, or do you tell them that you're from Hurt Business Radio, Mickey?
3: <laughs> who are you? Pick up that, mic. Tell us. Who are you today? Look, I'm a, I'm a man of many faces, so <laughs> I, I, sometimes I'm Hurt yeah. Business Radio, sometimes I'm boxing voice, sometimes I'm just Mickey Caparelli, yeah. sometimes I'm Beetlejuice Films, <laughs> but... It you sound- know what you're going to
2: get? He's a man of many faces, but you can't see any of them on this show. The he man. stays behind the camera. Yeah.
0: The voice from the darkness. Now, he's uh, got balls, too. It is- sounds like he's going to send his manager in to negotiate his mate terms. <laughs> Last night, Jason Maloney. Windsor Commonwealth, yeah. band to my title, Ben, you were there. Thank you to bo- com. Yeah, they a saved the day on the
2: stream. It was on the OzBoxing Facebook page and, uh, yeah, Live Combat Sports came to save the day. So there was some coverage and it was good that there was too because, yeah, you mentioned Jason first and he was probably the star last night with uh, just a destruction in a few rounds of uh, Emmanuel Nigella who previously had not been stopped and... A um, couple of questioning whether the stoppage came prematurely. Uh, I think there's an argument to say that maybe it did, but you know, if it, it, maybe you need to give him the benefit of the doubt and get cleaned up the other fella. But um, he was gone. Jason um, was hugely impressive and, and and did as he pleased once he got going in that fight.
1: As as we mentioned, if he may, if he was a if he was a fifty fifty. African yeah. fighter 20 and 20 you might you might have you definitely would have pulled it up yes. then. but this man's been the distance with world champions and He has, um yeah but he was gone he was he was and having said that you try having Jason Maloney in front yeah. of you when he especially got when in round 2 ice.
2: he just found that left hand to the body and was just tearing him <coughs> apart and that's what broke Nigella down and then he hit him with that right hand in the corner in it, the next round and that, that was enough the,
1: for it the, the writing was on the wall he um he really just dissected him just from just from the word go just slowly but surely just chipping away like mm. a boulder rolling downhill just picking up momentum and then when the moment come the ref stepped in and stopped it some people thought it was too soon i think i think it would have been would have been better if they had to give the guy the benefit of the doubt and jason yeah. had been able to clean him up
2: it, to be honest in commentary i didn't think it was premature i thought that it was time to stop but mm. he looked just completely out on his feet and even if you have a look back after the ref stopped it he didn't he didn't come up punching or anything. He nah. just sort of ducked down further into the ropes. Like, it, And then Najala actually sat right next to me during the main event while I was calling and was just saying to me, I oh, did just see my fight. They shouldn't have stopped. They shouldn't have stopped. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to call this other fight here, but um, that's all well and good. So he he obviously didn't want that on his record. But yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a great performance from Jason Maloney. And now. He's got a Commonwealth title, and now they look at him fighting against some top 15 opponents and getting him into the conversations for world title fights, which his brother is already in.
0: So was there any talk in regards to who would Jason Maloney
2: be focusing on? A top 15 focusing opponent next. On? Yeah.
0: Just the top 15. Mm. Would it be nice to call someone out, maybe? Or well, yeah. Use, th- there's the...
2: Yeah, well, they're you know probably not going to find themselves in a position for one of those world titles just yet. They're, they're mainly in the UK. Um, there's some good fights in Northern Ireland uh, around world champions um, and, and some, some really good uh, bantamweight champions at the moment. But, yeah, they're just trying to get him in a position, whereas Andrew, who was um, very impressive in, in winning by a, a wide points uh, decision against Rene Dacwell, um, he goes straight into the conversation to have a world title fight like now. Um, the guy that they want is Calvillo. He's the um, the WBA champion at the moment. Uh, he's with Eddie Hearn. That's the fight they want right now. And there's no reason after last night's performance that he couldn't get into that fight and win it. So, as far as his
0: management team's concerned, Andrew's management team, do they make approaches? Do they wait for a phone call out man, as Tony
2: Tolsh. Can you tell it. us? Oh, well,
0: I, I'm, guess, I'm guessing classy Fred Blassie is on the phone now. <laughs> he, right? um,
2: he's got a very good relationship with the WBA, obviously. Yes. Um, and then I guess, yeah, they have conversations with your promoters, um, Eddie Hearns and the like. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if those sorts of people were watching those fights. We're watching our stream last night to have a look. The time zone did work for the UK maybe for the U.S. as well. And obviously with these Superfly tournaments, one is on today but will have gone by the time this goes uh, to air, uh, they could find themselves on those sorts of shows as well. So, yeah, it's a very exciting time for both Andrew and Jason.
0: So you're both there, St Kilda Town Hall. This is the first time Hosking promotion. Uh, We're at St Kilda Town Hall. What do you think of the venue, Jade? I like the venue. It's a
2: small venue,
1: intimate. I I think they did a great job of setting it up. I, I really liked it. It uh, was good atmosphere in, the, in yeah. the place all night. It was pumping. It
2: was, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, really nice. Yeah, more intimate sort of a setting, but yeah, really nice style of a room. And uh, everything went very smoothly in terms of the show. Um, the crowd got into it. The results were good, obviously, and as, uh, the fights were good. As far as double headers too, you just you don't get better than that. Like mm. props to Hosking
1: Promotions for getting uh, getting both those boys there on the same card um, on on a local show. It was it was really really good night. The night night went well. Besides the Problems we had with the feed. Everything else was uh, it was really good.
0: So it's good that OzBoxing.com are on board with their Facebook. We're watching the Facebook feed. Um, do you do you guys get sort of uh, feedback throughout the evening? Do you are you watching the feed to see what people are saying? Or
2: well, what? I was calling the fights. Um, in the main. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so you, you sort of do have a little look. But, yeah, there's, to be honest, there's not a great deal of constructive uh, commentary that's coming through. Uh, yeah. Most of it uh, is either nonsensical or, or some level of gibberish. So um, maybe that's something we could work on in the future is to try and get some more constructive uh, chit-chat going on.
1: <laughs> I thought you were uh, talking about
2: Pete's commentary then. <laughs> Mate, uh, the yeah, Victorian boxing personality, Peter Maniartis, oh, was on hey. fire as always, uh, Last man. night, I did a good interview with you two, I thought, during the coverage. <laughs> it wasn't, now, wasn't awkward at all, mate. <laughs> man. Now, with yourself,
1: uh, in, uh, we'll uh, just quickly,
0: in regards to your commentary, <laughs> you pretty much did that solo.
2: For the, uh, the Melanie fights, I did, yeah, yeah, you do. I did, yeah.
0: You do listen to other fights, um, you know, when you watch <laughs> HBO. They're always in partnership in tandem. Generally, how did you find that? Do you like solo? Do you like working with someone? What's as far uh, as commentating
2: was? I, I think it's probably better for an audience if there's a couple of people giving different opinions and having an informed sort of a discussion. We in Australia obviously get the international feed of a lot of um, of big fights overseas. We get the Colonel Bob Sheridan a lot by himself a lot, and he just sort of you know talks you through it. He's mm. the sort sort of bloke who can talk for a week without taking a breath, essentially, but if you don't like the way that he's taking the commentary, it can be infuriating for you, so I think for an audience, it's better if there's a couple, like if you know, if I could sit next to Jade and ask his thoughts on things, he can give some more uh, analysis of what's transpiring in the fight, so yeah, I think it's better if there's more than one of you, but I'm happy to do it, alone yeah. whatever.
1: I, I like the, that dynamic with commentary, I love listening to yourself and Carly, I, I like working with you also, but just, you've got... Someone, an anchor, run the show, and then you've got—we're uh, just there for expert comments. Yeah. So that's that's a great dynamic that works well. But uh, yeah, last so- night it was just a shame that we couldn't have more than one mic on the go.
0: We'll get that sorted out for you, Jade, all right? Sorry, or else I'm Jade doesn't honest. turn up next time if there's not two working mics. He's got to get his agent uh, onto that. All right, now, yeah. in Sydney, the mics were working well. There was another show coming <laughs> on. We let him I in. didn't
2: hear the commentary, but um, I saw the... W- we came off uh, the Andrew Maloney fight, I think, about round three, and Bill Ackaway uh, against Giovanni de Carolis was underway. Um, and, yeah, got to see the, uh, the vast majority of that fight, I, I guess... What we want to know is what you thought of Bilal's uh, performance he got a, a wide points decision to me it, it looked a bit wider than maybe it was but um, even so it was a, a it looked a strong it looked a bit performance. closer you thought than maybe yeah, yeah, the, yeah the scores yeah. looked wider yeah. than I thought that yes, they, yeah. they sh- should have been even though I hadn't seen the entire fight yeah
1: yeah look uh, I th- it was a great great competitive back and forth fight um yeah I, I do think it should have been I do think it should have been closer on the cards. Definitely. The point as well for for holding. Even the commentary they at the at the time of the at the time of the point taken they had no idea what it was for. So Right. It was, uh, and the commentator yeah.
2: was Paul Mazzari, the promoter.
1: Yeah, right. yeah. So if the promoter doesn't know what's going on and they're not uh, trying to Right. I didn't to, see that incident. No, nah, it was I, I it was for holding. But it was more so Giovanni as Bilal was pressed, pressed up against the ropes, which he which he was throughout the fight, um, he he'd just, just take a bit of a rest there. And Giovanni was was just um, holding his body weight on him, but also also using he was fighting well in close, I thought, and then got a point taken away. So right. yeah.
0: Did you know your dad was quite active on social media, commenting on the refereeing as well, Jade? Of that, yes. Was he Leni? Yes, what he, he was. I have have you, it's, you know, I've never seen Lennifer add anything to social media. Hello, Len. But what, he, on what form? He just had a crack at the referee. My space? Uh, no, my <laughs> space. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: what was he saying? Well, he just what the referee <laughs> thought was bailing out. The and point, the referee
2: was um, the point. Justin Kennedy, yeah.
0: The point. I'm not sure the referee. The point is the point uh, deduction. He made specific comments to the uh, okay, the referees. Right.
2: Well, yeah, I've got full respect for Mr. Kennedy. He's um, he, uh, he's arguably the best judge in the country. Um, yeah, he was refereeing obviously last yeah. night. I didn't watch it as, as we're,
1: closely we're, as I could have. We're, we're not, we're not the refs standing right there too, so. Sticking up
2: for the
0: ref, have your Dad, there, Jade. Is that what I'm uh,
2: hearing here? What do you think about your team making comments about potential (laughs) (laughs) opponents? Your team, Jade. I don't don't care. I don't care. Um, I'm just over here with no balls. Anyway, the scores were 100 to 89 and 99 to 90 times two. So, obviously, they didn't think much of... uh, Carollis's performance, or de Carollis's performance. Um, Paul Nazari, though, who um, was doing the commentary I saw, at the very end of the fight, he said, oh, it's been a close fight. I reckon split decision, Akaway. And that's sort of what I felt having watched, you know, those last seven or or, or so rounds. Yeah. um, I thought... Yeah, I thought they'd give it to him. I thought he'd get the result, but um, it it looked like a closer fight than that and a good learning fight for Bilal.
1: A great learning fight, and he's only going to be better for it. But um, I, I honestly truly believed... Um, that Bilal was gonna clean, yeah, Di Corrali up. Uh, that's that was my honest opinion. I just thought from watching, cause I I study I've studied all the guys who in, who are in the top fifteen in in the <clears throat> in the um, WBC WBA. Antonio Di Corrali has. He stands in front of you, and he did last night too. But he did a brilliant job of, of uh, being able to make Bilal miss. He did wear Bilal's, he wore some good shots. Well, he didn't from do Bilal. that brilliant
2: a job, did he? 100 to 89 and 99 to 90 times two. Well, we've just gone
1: over that. The scoring the scoring, <laughs> the scoring wasn't, right. wasn't, didn't reflect didn't reflect what a yeah. good fight
2: it was. Bilal's going to so learn from The Mitchell from that family think the, the judges and the referee were off. Lennifer, yeah, Lennifer's yeah, gone, right. mate.
0: Will you have a word with Lennifer in regards to his social media
1: contributions, <laughs> when he, contributions today? When he calms down. Once well, again, he, i got no balls. I'm not I am uh, taking... I don't know. He might have been talking about Zach Dunn, Jake Carr. I was well, never yeah, actually named. Well, yeah, he wasn't named. mentioned. You're That's right. I was true.
2: never actually named, but I don't know. He wants to meet you in eight weeks, which is in March, but it's actually April 21. But, you know, somewhere in <laughs> You're that certainly, <laughs> We're certainly
1: not going to have a math competition, <laughs> but,
2: um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Well, will it's you made, go to hey, Sydney? Would you take the fight in Sydney, though? Um it, it, obviously, it, it, there's a lot to, to be worked out. You have a fight booked um, for uh, March. Yeah, um, well, you have a fight potentially in May, but that one I don't think yeah. is signed. So it's, yeah, it's not. It's not signed. But um, what about March? I, I think. Sorry. What about May twenty-four? I think there's a fight night at the Star, um, which is Nazari Chris Carmen putting together. I'm practically. I'm
1: practically got it all lined up for right. May nineteen in China. Five and days then later? Five <laughs> days later, I'm there. I'll, yeah. yeah. Now right. look, in in China, it's um I get to defend titles. I don't have to sell tickets. It's against it's yeah, against an okay, opponent that's all who's well actually and good.
2: But what yeah. about this fight that the Australian public demands and that you've wanted for so long, mate? Is this a priority for you? There, you know, you've been told that you have no. There balls is no in
1: Sydney. there is no bigger show for this fight to be on than the fight call-out card when the best Aussies fight the best Aussie. If that if this card comes off in June. That's the card we got to do it on, Bilal. Call him out right now,
0: uh, Jay. The cameras on Mickey Beetlejuice Films is recording everything right now. Apart from,
1: Bilal, it's your boy, old No Balls Mitchell over here. Hey, on the fight call-out card in June, let's do it. Let's let's do it. It's that simple. It's the biggest card for Australians this year. No Balls is throwing it down to you. Let's do it in June.
0: The mic's, mic, Mike, did come out. The fight call out card. The MC was holding on to that mic, and not only did he call you out, he also called out Chris Eubanks Jr. Who's who's actually who's actually gonna he gonna fight first, Jade? You gonna step in? It's
2: not often he gets beaten reasonably comprehensively in a major fight and it called out the very next week or that same week by someone internationally. That's a, that's a strange experience for Chris Eubank, I'm sure. But he's a big name. Um, I'm not sure he's that interested in coming to punch bowl for a fight. But, uh, you know, credit to them for I'm, them putting their head in the ring.
1: I'm not sure the Akawai team is re- really genuinely all that interested in fighting me. I think stylistically, I'm a nightmare for the kid. Um, look, he's a nightmare for anyone with that one-punch stopping power it doesn't matter it doesn't doesn't matter and he, he he does box well too but i think stylistically i'm a nightmare for Bilal. i want to fight him in june on that card on on the fight call out card in melbourne at high Centre arena on a big show um, we can have international judges we've already been told that um, look every everything everything's perfect for that fight but they don't want it um, for whatever reason maybe yeah. we can maybe we can meet later in the year the timing is the, there's also is the issue there's apparently on that I tell you what, there's all there's there's another fight that I would absolutely love which um which I, I, I And what I, is that? That's that's mundane, man. Mundane, chalk. I would absolutely love.
0: Cameras on again, Jade. You (laughs) might as well call him out. I'm not going to stare down the camera.
1: No, stare down the camera. Look at me. Talk to chalk. Talk to chalk. Hey, chalk. How you doing? (laughs) As 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 your boy, old no balls Mitchell over here. I'm on fire. You
2: got to have a different nickname for chalk. He's never said you have no balls. He's the matador. The matador. The matador
0: is
1: here. Now look, if. If uh, I just think that, mate, that this fight makes perfect sense. I'm the highest-rated guy in the world barring Roel Murdoch in the middle and super middleweight divisions. I, I believe I can make middleweight. Okay, right. I do believe I can make middleweight. Um, Rowan, Rowan's, Rowan's after Gilberto Ramirez. Um, I just think the fight... I, the man's, watch- the nah, the the man's
0: watching. Listen... To me, sorry, ben, 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 as a judge, anything. as a as a he's. boxing uh, professional and the man, who, the Australia's face, is he trying to justify a fight with the man Mundine as opposed to calling him No, call I see what out? he's doing. I'm and, sorry, and he's and trying to nicey-nicey into yeah, this yeah. fight. This
1: is yeah. the man who's carried our sport for the... Stop telling me to point at the camera. <laughs> I'll oh, tell you... Say it, hello it, to it the man. It does
2: make sense, and, and I have had it's other conversations. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no... I'll call you out in a second. Um, I want to see him get the middle way but he uh, yeah it's a con- it's a conversation that has been had um, and Jade if Anthony Mundine were to have a fight um, between now and the potential Jeff Horn fight um, I think it makes sense then he needs an opponent and uh, obviously they fought Tommy Brown last time around there aren't a lot of Tommy Brown's um so maybe the next division up a man who could come down is jade so the fight yeah it makes some level of sense um you've got to think about risk against reward for mundane at this stage of his career and i think that they would consider jade to be a greater risk than reward but um i'd love to see the fight and you wouldn't expect chock to back away from anyone because he he very rarely has he well he he never has
1: um Look, I just think if if I could if I could get a fight with Mundine before he calls it a day, that would just be a dream come true. I've been such a fan of the man, mm. and um, it's a fight that I think I can win. Hundred percent, I think I can win. I think it's the toughest fight in Australia for me. He looked amazing against Brown in his last fight, but I'm I'm not Tommy Brown. I uh, I'm, a, I'm a bigger man. I believe. Um, my boxing IQ as well, I just think that I'll ask different questions of Mundeen and for, for ten or twelve rounds, however long that fight goes, you know that my work rate is going to be through the roof and I will make I will make the older fighter work. But I, I just think the fight makes sense. That's and that's the fight I won. Out of out of every fighter in Australia, the one fighter I want to fight more than anyone is Anthony Mundine and that's with all due respect.
0: Well, isn't that nice that he finishes it off with all due respect, Ben. Mm. It, risk, respect w- where respect. Re- is due, risk, man. risk versus reward. You can see the Monday the he's not going to be chasing someone that is just about to on the Well, they're chasing edge of Jeff will. Horn. Correct. So yeah.
2: they're gonna go they being chalking either um yeah, one or the other of his promoters that he works with. They're gonna go to the um the Horn Crawford fight. Um they're gonna hope that Jeff Horn puts on a really good performance, but he's beaten potentially uh, a points decision, um, which is you know very plausible in, in Vegas with um, some judges who may very well be friendly towards the Crawford camp. Um, and then they're going to try to get themselves right in a position to make what would still be a very big fight between Jeff Horn and Anthony Mundine. If Jeff Horn wins, and I hope he does, and um, I hope he stops Terence Crawford and moves on to become a an international superstar, then that fight won't happen. So then, maybe it's back on the table for uh, Mundine against uh, Jade Mitchell or someone yeah, well,
1: of no, that ilk. I think no matter what, uh, Horn's going to have options after this. No matter no matter what happens in that fight, mm-hmm. if if he beats Crawford, which God willing he does beat Crawford, uh, that fight's definitely off the table. I just think the fight makes sense. Um, at least there's at least there's some reward for Mundine if he's trying to get bigger fights. Um. I'm I'm rated with two major governing bodies, so I do hold some weight. Yeah, So,
2: I hold a lot of weight. Oh, a bit of weight, yeah. <laughs> There's no <laughs> argument about that. Um, anyway, that's anyway, enough of the infomercial on. about Jade Mitchell's uh, career. But yes. um, with regards to Horn and Crawford, uh, we haven't heard much about that over the last week, but I am um, reliably informed that an, an announcement is imminent and it'll come this week. Uh, Horn won't be going over to the US for the announcement, they'll be doing a video link uh, sort of set up. So, in the next, well, by mid this week, I don't know when this is out, but um, there should be an official announcement about that. The question mark remains on Manny Pacquiao's presence on that card against Mike Alvarado, or whether that's happening or whether it's not. And um, Regardless, if Horn and Crawford's on that card and Pacquiao and Alvarado is on that card, then Horn will be the main event. That's the... That's, That's the fourteenth,
0: fourteenth of April. It's yes. been switched from Madison Square Garden it to Mandalay has, Bay. Yeah. So if you want to go, folks, you can get on Jeff Horn's uh, Facebook page and make inquiries because yeah. there will
2: be a tour group going over. There will. Um, dynamic mm-hmm. Sports Marketing, I think, are putting it together. But the um, yeah, it has been switched. Uh, yeah, I, I not only. Would I rather go to New York than Vegas? But also, I think that um, it plays into the hands of Crawford, as I sort of alluded to a little bit earlier. There's, um, it's a more friendly um, setup for the home team there, so it it does sort of, uh, it doesn't help Jeff's cause that move. I don't think. Um, They said it was simply Bob Arum, uh, Mickey's mate said it was simply that New York was too crowded. There were too many events on at that time of year. Like, I don't think there's many people who bought that. Um, was I, that in
0: Vegas when they first no in New York there's too many I, look, I, I think there Yeah, there were some more switch. manoeuvres
2: happening ar- around the edges um, some speculate that it was t- to do with um, you know them having a greater sway in Vegas uh, you know that uh, whether that's the case or not I, yeah, I don't know if I can buy that there's just too much happening in New York Like it's a, it's a place that can put up with a few shows <laughs> it's a strange one
0: well I think if anyone's going to assist you in getting your belt with Mundine is your promoter Mr. Armatruda, um, who's having a show on March the sixteenth, Jade. Yeah,
1: big time boxing. Caporello, Chilema. Yeah, that's, that's, that's be, happening there. And and then on, on the undercard, we also got um, the Commonwealth title against Buttergig and Harper. Um, it's going to be a brilliant show. Uh, it's yeah. I I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on Chilema and Caporello?
2: I think Caparello will um, beat him via a wide points decision. Yeah. I think he'll. Um, yeah. He he should be. Pretty sweet in a fight like that. Chelimbo is not a huge puncher. He's on a losing streak of a few fights, um, of three fights, which is exactly a few. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, um, you know, he's been there obviously against very strong opposition. He fought Kovalev um, a couple of fights back. You know, he's he's a, a a big guy in a big division. But um, yeah, I think that Caparello's is too good for him at this stage. Can I ask? He came
0: down recently to to spar with Caparello, Chelamba. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, is that something that fighters do? They bring down potential. They bring down sparring partners because they're looking into the future as to who they may fight. And this is a good way yeah. for them
2: to uh
1: maybe, size them up. Maybe, maybe it might just be the way that the cards sort of fell. It, mm-hmm. um,
2: yeah. And it, also, Blake's someone who'll spar anyone, like as yeah. he has done. He sparred everyone in the. Light heavyweight and super middleweight divisions, pretty much in the world. So um, he's he's happy to go in with anyone because he can show them everything he's got, and they're still not going to know what's happening because yeah. he's so awkward and weird. Yeah, yeah.
0: The presence of Roy Jones Jr. in Melbourne is he coming? He's well. You, you he's think on the he's
2: poster. trying? To, unless he, oh, he must be
0: coming. Hey. <laughs> he's got a Facebook feed, he can watch and send messages right. online amongst everything else that's coming through yeah. online. What's that I'm, do for I'm, the?
1: I'm really going to have to. A toss up between a feed at Grady or going to see Roy Jones Jr. after Wayne. I think I well, might have to give. Next day, I'm, fine, right? I'm weighing in that night at the at the venue, so Roy Jones will be in the building. Mm. But uh well, I think I get to feed
2: instead with Roy Jones Jr. We were doing an interview in Vegas, and he was two hours late to to that. Um, we were waiting in a hotel room for him for two hours, so I wouldn't stick around. Maybe go to Grady and then come back to the venue. Because he does things on his own schedule, Roy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe offer him dinner at Granny.
1: Last dealing I had with him, he told me to move on because I was in there at the MGM and I'd I'd been at it for a few days in Vegas and bumped into old Roy and, uh, yeah... I shook my hands like not today, man. <laughs> <Dominic>
2: back Backerop. <laughs> Great, <laughs> but yeah, that's my dealing with Roy Jones. Yeah. So it'd be nice well, to nice. nice to meet him in yeah. a different well, setting. Yeah, he probably won't remember that.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised you do. <laughs> yeah,
2: well,
0: uh, also on that card, um, Anthony Battaglia's first title Commonwealth, Commonwealth title defence.
2: Yeah, yes, against Adam um, Harper. He is. Yeah, Adam Harper, who's an Englishman, who's now based in Brisbane, um, and is undefeated as well. He's eight and zero. Oh, um, hasn't had a stoppage victory in that, and um, some of the records of, of those he's been fighting are not that flash. Um, Buttergig obviously undefeated as well, and uh, interestingly, he is now trained by Wild Will Tomlinson, Anthony Buttergig. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, how Will goes uh, with well his first real um, big test as a trainer. It's a big weekend. Go for it, Jay. Sorry, that
0: weekend is massive, weekend. Melbourne and but Sydney just, too.
1: Just back to. Back to Buttergig, just yep. quickly. Yep. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the layoffs treated Buttergig, and mm. if he brings anything new to the table with Will.
2: So he had a pretty significant injury of some sort, didn't he, Anthony? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with the was his details knee? on that. Yeah, was knee. Yeah, I think it was a knee injury. Yep. I didn't know about that. I mm. thought he just sort of disappeared. But he, um, yeah, he did have a knee injury, and uh, now he's training hard. And Will was always uh, incredibly fit as a fighter, so I'm sure that he'll have uh, Anthony I, in the same way.
1: I think. Yeah. Look, I think it's a good matchup because. Style, is, like it, the, Will's Will's style and Will's Will's um, Will's style and Will's experience, mm. um, Buttergig is cut from the same cloth. They're both warriors. They just keep yeah. coming forward. Just do not stop. So it, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Butter's um, how Butter's um, comes back.
0: Now we've already mentioned your return, March 17. Are your feelings hurt? that your man here, Ben Damon, will not be ringside with you on March 17, and he's decided to take the cash mm. and be commentating in Star City in well, Sydney that night.
1: Matt Damon can do it every wants, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Matt Damon is his <laughs> own man. I think he's, he,
0: I think he's hurt, Ben. No, I he's no, no. coming up. No, look, it. look,
1: look, it's it's all good. Who are you
2: fighting again? It uh, doesn't matter, mate. No, <laughs> no, no I, I look, will be might. at the star, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, show as well. Uh, most uh, notably, I'm looking forward to the Corin uh, Dryden against Ben Sava fight on mm. that card, uh, which will be very interesting and has had already a, a pretty good build up to it he's a social media star uh, dryden he's he's everywhere but yeah. ben Saber, he's an outstanding boxer so that, that yeah that's a really good fight that i'm looking forward to and also we get to see uh Lamouz in action again who's one of the more exciting um, young fighters in australia and malta when he's there he's up against gage island and uh, a good main event as well with uh, foley and wilcox gage gage island
1: exciting in his own right that yeah. that guy I've, I've had the i've had the uh, opportunity to do a lot of training alongside of gauge and there's just no quitting the guy he's the hardest training fighter out there absolutely loves it big step up for him um, but I think he's going to um he's really going to put it on Lemuse, and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing if he does have what it takes to step up and fight at that level so good luck to gauge up there um for me the fight that I, the fight I love the most is Saba and Dryden. Yeah. Sarva, To me, Sava just seems a complete package, and he's starting to sit down in his shots now. Um, Kieran Dryden, from what I can see, is a very big banger. There's not many names on his record. Um, but it's it, it's there's so many questions in that fight, so yeah. I, I absolutely love that fight. Yeah, it's a great fight. Foley always comes to fight. There's always action with Foley, so great card.
0: Speaking of more Australians that are uh, shooting up the charts, George Kambosis uh, Jr., that's the month after in April. Is that also in Star City or no? It's at Homebush. Home at the moment. Yeah, against Tony Lewis.
2: Yeah, against Tony Lewis. Uh, yes, uh, I, I think it's April 14th, fourteen. So it'll yeah. be the Saturday night before the um, Horn fight is on uh, the Sunday in Australia. Uh, yeah, it, it looks a it looks a reasonable standard opponent for for George um, and the sort of opponent he needs to get past pretty decisively as well if he um, is to uh, go and realise the, the goals he's been speaking of.
0: He's calling it a, an unofficial world title eliminator. I mean, he's got to have to call it something to make yeah, it worth something. So, you know, is that something? You, you, oh, I, number, I think six number six versus number eleven on the
2: yeah. yeah. Oh, probably. You know, well, not necessarily, but it, it could. It could work that way. Yeah. Um, like well, we've got um, the week before that, Dennis Hogan is fighting against Jimmy Kelly, and that's now number three in the world against number four in the world. That's on the Brisbane show, which is a, a cracking uh, show as well, um, and that. Probably is more likely to be a, an eliminatory style of a thing, but um, yeah, it it's just... certainly puts him right in the picture. Yeah,
1: props to him for for taking on number eleven in the world. He I, he. He's only, how many fights is, George is 13-0 now? Yeah, somewhere around 13 there. 13-0, and, 0, yeah. and uh, he's already rated number six in the world, yeah. taken oh, up number 11 in the world. Great job, yeah. Props to George. He's, uh, he's just been on an absolute tear and wishing him all the best in that fight. But um, yeah, it's certainly going to be a great fight.
2: Yeah, it, it does look a, a very good fight. I haven't seen a great deal of uh, Tony Lewis But um, from all accounts, he's a pretty slick boxer. Um, Probably not filled with confidence in his chances from what he was saying in uh, their media releases and the like, that he doesn't care if he wins or loses, he just wants to come and have a fight. I don't know if that's the right attitude against um, someone with the quality of George Cambosis, but let's see uh, what he brings to the table.
0: Sounds like he just wants to come for a holiday, Ben.
2: (laughs) Well, not a holiday, but maybe he wants to come (laughs) for a bashing, which (laughs) is uh, never a good tactic, but we'll see.
0: Well, Australian boxing is very healthy at the moment. You spoke earlier about the heavyweight, uh, Lucas Brown, Dillian White. What's uh, going on there, March 24th? Is everything signed? Are we booking tickets? Uh, What's going on? There's
2: been a couple of little hold-ups for them, but it's, the fight is definitely happening. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's full steam ahead for Lucas, who leaves uh, this coming week. Wednesday, uh, he'll fly out. He'll go to Manchester and stay... Uh, right near the Hatton gym, and he's going to do some um, a, a lot of rounds with uh, that uh, Gorman, the the heavyweight that um, that Hatton has. Then he's going uh, to relocate uh, to London and do a, a lot of rounds with um, Derek Chisora. So some really good sparring as he gets close to um, a really big fight for him against Dillian White. And the... Um
0: the heavyweights, there's such a, a rich pool of talent at the moment. There's a lot of uh, undefeated heavyweights. If we can move o- move over from uh, the Lucas Brown, Dillian White, uh, onto Dan- Anthony Joshua, a couple of other heavyweights. Uh, mm. you know, Joshua mate, and
2: Joseph, Park. Joseph yeah, Parker. Yeah, that's one week March later. So, mm. yeah, For those who do get over to the UK, you can go from um, the 0-2-1 Saturday night to, um, to Wales the following Saturday night. But before all that, our man... Um, ha- over here, Mickey has his man in action. Um, Deontay Wilder, the WBC heavyweight champion of the world, takes on uh, Luis Ortiz. And um, Mickey's been spending a bit of time in camp with Deontay Wilder. Can you give us um, Pick an up idea mind. of how he's how he's looking and what he's like? He seems. I've done a little bit of stuff with him. With him a couple of times, and he seems a pretty cool, relaxed sort of a dude. How did you find him?
3: Yeah, definitely very down to earth guy. Very um, very approachable, and you know he's, he's very much a showman. He's always is always you know he's always on. And we got a good insight into his camp. We saw him do about 16 rounds of sparring. Uh, he sparred uh, Joey Abel, who's a former Tyson Fury opponent. Uh, Donovan Dennis, who, re- who recently fought Jarrell Miller, who's been you know, incessantly calling uh, Wilder out. And was a, and uh, uh, Alonzo Butler as well. So yeah, he did some rounds. He dropped a couple of guys in sparring as All well. Right. It, was, it was very impressive to watch him. And and especially with the Donovan Dennis, like they were just going ape shit at each other. Like they were really letting their hands go in there. And to to hear those punches up close, oh man, (laughs) it was was surreal.
2: In his sparring, does he get as wild as he does in his fights or is he a lot straighter? Do you see that come out in him?
3: No, I think, look, the whole wild thing happens when he's got his opponents hurt. Yeah. once his opponent's in trouble and they can't counter him they can't like yeah. they're basically half asleep that's yeah. when he starts letting his hands go crazy and stuff he's very composing I don't know if you remember the first Stiverne fight but he boxed beautifully yeah. you know, mm-hmm. behind his jab and I think he's and,
2: happy to play up to that to some extent as well in his fights he likes people sort of taking the piss out of his style and you know making gifs of his Yeah, yeah they,
3: he, he watches all the memes he sees yeah, all yeah. of that and but conversely, when you knocked out Stavern, a whole new set of memes came out because Staverne was just laid out there with his legs yeah, folded sort of and brutal. stuff. So, yeah. yeah, he he loves it, and you know the the criticism he gets, he I think works for him as well because if you look at the comments in his videos, there's just as many people hating on him that there are praising him. So yeah. mm. he needs to keep doing what he's doing. He was recently on Wags Atlanta, trying to get his profile up to build that Joshua fight. So hopefully, you know, he was on what Wags Atlanta. I, it's it's some sort of reality show. I don't Come watch on. that shit, but, like, yeah. Come
2: he, on,
0: Ben. Come you on. don't know Wags Atlanta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep up with it, Ben. Come
2: on. And where can we watch whatever you made and not watch uh, Wags Atlanta? Uh, well, it's all in the Boxing <laughs> it's Voice. A package. Yeah, we've got to That's right. You've got to watch both, man. you got to watch both. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, it's
3: on the U- YouTube channel for the Boxing Voice. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we've got the trailers on there. We've got the first episode that landed yesterday. One one face, one name, on champion. Mm. I think I said that in the wrong order, but That's, yeah. cool. We know yeah. that's cool. cool. We'll
0: change that in the edit. Yeah. Don't <laughs> drop the mic. Mick, I've got to ask you a question. Now, Deontay Wilder, 39-0, 38 knockouts. Please tell me. He does get a bit of criticism. He hasn't fought anyone in the top 10. Is that right? Is that right? He, but he hasn't he, fought anyone. On the anyone top in the 10. top ten, is, which means his opposition hasn't been he that great. But who the hell it it am I depends what you mean by top ten? Yeah, if you mean
3: if, if you mean by you know, sanctioning bodies or by the actual like I don't know what box wreck, if you, if you count all, that right. at all? Or...
0: Has he made you a believer, Mickey?
3: Look, it's, it's infectious. He made... he likes he you, he likes him. It, it's infectious. I mean, being in his camp, seeing you know, seeing the belief he has in himself, and 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 just the way he talks himself up, it, it's hard not to you know at least. Uh, it, it made me more excited for the Joshua fight. I still think it's a 50 50 fight. I think it comes down to whoever lands first, but I'm, I'm extra pumped for it now that we But you've got him. him beating Lewis Ortiz, clearly,
2: by the looks of things, because you haven't even mentioned that Mickey's fight. already oh, moved well, on. Well, just got him home. Well, Lewis Ortiz is a real deal. 28 now. Thing, like, if, He's old, though. I think, <laughs> 65 years old, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah,
3: I don't even know if he reports his real age. He could <laughs> yeah. be 100 for a win. Know. <laughs> 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 know, like, yeah. like, who knows? But. You know, then, you know the, the blood pressure medicine talks of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're going to be at Wilder's pace with, and you're taking blood pressure pills, that it, it's not a good look. But <laughs> I think you know, I think Wilder will, will box the way he did in the first event fight, and maybe get him in the later rounds. Mm.
2: You can see it on Fox Sports that too. That'll be live broadcasting. Thanks to for Ben, those who do have uh, Fox Sports.
0: Ben's making the moves for everyone in Australia. So he gets past Lewis Ortiz, twenty-eight, no, aka King Kong. He gets past him. You're happy. Mickey So you can go and do some more work For the boxing Voice.
3: Of course They've got a yeah, They've got a great relationship with him They've been in five camps with him now And It's good because There's not It's not like an open camp So a, it's It's just them in there And you really get a, You get to You know uh, Mark Brillant From the 84 Olympic team He's one of his trainers too They even interviewed him So it's, mm. a, it's a really good insight You know Cool. Right. To work with. Great. Thank Mickey, Beetlejuice. Mickey,
0: Beetleju- Mickey Capparelli, Beetlejuice. Biggest business card in the business, Mickey Caparelli, Beetlejuice films, mm-hmm. The Boxing Voice, Her Business Radio. You got anything else to add while well, your price no, is nice. at. Mickey Capparelli. Mickey <laughs> yeah. Caparelli. Just add that.
1: Just
0: hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. Back. So that is happening next week, 3rd of March. That's right. Barclay yeah. Center
2: in New York. Yeah, it's a Sunday here, but uh, yeah, that's yeah, it's a good fight. So it's what an amazing. Uh, Month of uh, heavyweight boxing, we have, of course, that fight: Lucas Brown, Dillian White, and then uh, Parker up against Anthony Joshua. Incredible. So that's
0: happening at the end of uh, end of the month, yep. thirty first of March. Yep. Yeah, Easter. Principality Stadium in Cardiff. Do you have an opinion on AJ versus uh, Joseph Parker? Oh, it's an exciting fight. Um, Australasia's very own.
1: Yeah, it's an exciting fight. I, I think. Looking at um, who was the smaller fellow that uh, the late replacement that he Charles struggled was with, Tacklem. Yeah, look, he really struggled with the smaller opponent. There's no better smaller heavyweight in the world than Joseph Parker. He's quick. He's smart. Um, it's, it's, for me, this is still a fifty-fifty fight. I I can't write yeah. Parker off. I think it's so disrespectful that there's more talk about Wilder and and Joshua than there
2: is. Parker, Joshua, yeah. and
1: the fight hasn't even
2: happened. But that's the promotional genius of Eddie yeah. as well. He's, he's turned that into such a big thing over there. That's what all the English are talking about, this Oh Wilder, when's Wilder coming, sort of that. that's what they've created. Yeah, yeah that's, that's been the idea. But, yeah, certainly he's going to test him out. Um, if there is anything suspect about his chin, as we keep hearing, then it, we'll certainly find out when uh, Joseph Parker hits him because uh, he can punch. And while he hasn't looked spectacular in recent fights, um, this is the big one for him and he'll be doing everything he can. Uh, Good luck to him. Love to see him, uh, if not win, go very close.
0: The power of good shit talk, Jade Mitchell. Deontay Mm -hmm. Walder getting the bouts before it's actually happening. Do you want to repeat anything to, to
1: the Does man?
2: What do you want him <laughs> to come you to your I want to call him out. Call out
1: call out. Who's Harry? he calling? Call He's
2: called everyone called
1: out. Already. It
0: was There's no too, one left. It was too respectful man, I'm for I'm about my, to uh,
1: knock you out. Don't <laughs> worry about I've calling people out. I've already done the You can't yeah. reach it. The, the reach isn't there unless
0: you get
2: up, Jade Mitchell. <laughs> Uh, no, I think he's called everyone out. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to just wait and see what does happen. But, gee, there's some exciting things happening in the career of uh, of Jade Mitchell just at the moment, just as there are in uh, Australian boxing. We've talked about most of those big cards. Um, I don't know if there's any we've missed. I know there's there's a card in Brisbane coming up, um, which De DiCarlo has uh, on that same weekend when everyone else has a card. I think he's got one on the 17th of March as well. Um, there was some... Incredible antics uh, on a card in Brisbane last night. Did you see the two heavyweights fly out of the ring? No, yes, you sent that. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, he yeah. Bull rushed him yeah, and tipped uh, him over the ropes. There was no contest when they both ended up outside the ring still fighting. Um, so and
0: still, yeah, he still, yeah. while he was there, wasn't trying to help him up. Yeah, he the, was actually laying into with, him.
2: Like, trays of, you know, cured meats and stuff <laughs> <around> <laughs> him And then they're on the ground. <laughs> so, yeah, great stuff. Uh, good on you, people. Oh,
1: we, we glossed over Crossroads Fight, the IBF International Middleweight title.
2: Sam Solomon always came Oh, we did, yes. Hello. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what we should talk about as well because um, – Obviously, Sam, a former um, world champion and a star of Australian boxing for so long, he is now really getting on and uh, does continue. And you've been sparring a lot of rounds with him. I think you sparred um, a bunch yesterday. How yeah. is Sam looking at this stage? Um,
1: his fitness and his knee has been the best it's been since um, since the Jermaine Taylor loss. Um, yeah, no, Sam, Sam's, Sam's always in phenomenal shape. Uh, it's going to be... On fight night, it's going to be interesting to see um, to see how his training translates into the ring. I think he's in really good shape, and I think um, Capp has never faced a Sam Solomon. No one's faced Sam Solomon. That's mm-hmm. why I spar with the guy so much, because your mind's got to go a million miles an hour to keep up with him. There's method to Sam's madness. Like he consistently just changes changes distance, changes balance, everything, and um, he's yeah, I, I think he doesn't get the credit for the technician that he is because of his awkward, crazy style. But um, have you sparred with Kappa before? No, haven't sparred with Kappa before. Uh, Kappa to me looks like a brilliant boxer. Um, he's had the loss to Ted Singh, but uh, since has come back and won every fight since. Um, look, I it's it's such an interesting crossroads fight i i'm I'm backing my man sammy solomon all the way I'd love to see him him beat capper and go on to get um to get a, another big fight and then then call it call it a day because what what a career he's had he's always been' he's, he is the road warrior sam solomon he in his entire career he's always been the opponent he's always traveled and he's traveled to the backyards of absolute monsters and uh, and beating him, No one can say Sammy Solomon's got no balls, that's for sure, because <laughs> uh, his career has been all about having balls, and he's still going. So props to Sammy, um, and I hope Wes isn't sleeping on Sam. I hope he's taken this opportunity, like I would like to take the opportunity with a man like Chok, one of the former guys before us. Um, I hope he's taken this opportunity seriously, and uh, he really comes to fight, because he's got a big opportunity in there against our Former world champion, Sam king Solomon.
2: I saw in the week as well that uh, Ronald Quinlan has taken a pretty big fight. I think it's a WBC silver belt um, in Tashkent um, in Uzbekistan. I, don't I can never remember the name of Boxing the dude hub. that he's fighting, but um, he comes with some pretty big raps. But I think, was it... Ted Singh went, went the distance with that distance guy. Then. Yeah, I didn't
1: yeah. see the fight, obviously. Tej, Tej is a hard dude. Yeah. Hey, there's a fight, too, on the undercard of Chalemba and um, Chalemba Caporello. Jake Carr versus Ted Singh for the WBA Oceana middleweight title. That mm. has got fireworks written all over it. Because Jake, as you know, doesn't take a backwards step. Ted's doesn't take a backwards step. They're both hard bastards. Mm. That's going to be good fun. From the opening bell. That's going to be awesome fun that fight so there's there's one we missed out on but mm. as well but um yeah good good fights coming up all over australia.
0: he was commentating last night as well, jake jack Carr at the sydney was he
1: Was that the- yeah yeah alongside Nassari. did a good job uh-huh. jake How did he was come pumped out? up
0: he said he was pumped up for his fight on uh, March seventeenth Oh, mm-hmm. 16, 16th sixteen, much sixteen years on the on the Friday card. All right. So, yeah, okay. uh, can I quickly ask you about Solomon? You're in his inner circle. Where does he go from here if he, he gets a win? You, you're saying he goes looks for a well, big fight. what he's, is a big fight he's, for Sam.
1: He's still he's still highly rated. I think um, I think they they were looking at Ryoto Murata the Japanese WBA champion. He just wants to land that big fight, and then I think he'll he'll ride off into the sunset with a brilliant career. Very
0: so nice. that's
2: it. Yeah, that's. Beautiful. We're all
0: with it? you, King. We're with the King. You got anything else? Do you want to? No, not penny? really.
2: Not really. We've talked about all of the shows, I think. No, no, she wants me to call out, mate. Is there?
1: Yeah. Well, you've called out you ca- it was right. a it was a half a call out for the man. I tell you what, I think I'm calling we'll wrap this show up. Everyone All right. Well I thank you.
0: <laughs> thank you to the fighter. Thank you very much, everybody. Her Business thank Radio, you. powered by Everlast. Thank you, Everlast Good in luck Association. Luck with the balls.
1: Yeah, hope it all works I hope out. I, I might grow a set by the next show. We'll see.
0: <laughs> you want to spin around your show, everyone? The OzBoxing.com t-shirt. Just uh, Thank you flash our good Boxing. people that have really yeah. been supportive oh, yeah. of gross us. Balls. Follow us. <laughs> Come to Sydney. Grow some <laughs> balls, and we'll see you in it's Sydney right one day. Grow some balls. Come to Sydney. Stay out of Sydney. Yeah, Thank you. Stay out. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>